morning speak to us in the name of jesus lord speak through me in the name of jesus make my tongue like a pen of a ready writer speak life unto us in the name of jesus may we be blessed indeed in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you all the praise sir. we give you all the glory in jesus name we have prayed in jesus name we have prayed praise the lord praise the lord Praise the living Jesus. So, like we said, like I said to us earlier, it's a new month. Okay? So, meaning that we have new discussion. We have new conversations. We have new focus. And this month, the theme for the month is possessing your possession. Put your hand on your chest and say, I will possess my possessions. I will possess my possessions i will possess my possessions i decree and declare that this year this month all that belongs to you you will possess in the name of jesus those things that has your name on it those blessings you will not miss them in the name of jesus those that you have missed you will you will recover in the name of jesus you know sometimes you lose your phone and you trace your you trace your step back you find it all those things you have lost you will find them you will recover and overtake in the name of jesus believe these words okay and god will bless you in the name of jesus the the scripture for the month is obadiah chapter 1 and verse 17 and in my usual way, I like to look at the King James Version. My favorite version which is the NLT and also the Amplified because the Amplified just amplifies it. Like the scripture says, it just ampli just makes it bigger. You know, it just makes it more. Okay? And the King James says, But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. The NLT says, But Jerusalem will become a refuge for those who escape it will be a holy place and the people of israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance i pray you will come back and claim your inheritance in the name of jesus the prodigal son said i will arise and go to my father and i will say unto him father i have sinned against heaven and before thee he came back to claim his inheritance he thought he has got if if he knew that actually he holds everything not what father gave him but thank god for the for for mercy the amplifier says but upon mount zion okay in jerusalem there shall be deliverance for those who escape and it shall be holy no pagan would defile it and the house of jacob shall possess their formal possessions i pray this will be your portion in the name of jesus I feel this month is a prophetic month. I feel this month you need to declare. Does that make sense? Declare every day. Tell yourself, I possess my possession in the name. As you go out today, possess. As you go out tomorrow, possess. When you come back home, thank God that Lord today I have possessed my possession. Those things that I missed yesterday, as I go out today, I will reclaim them in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want something to be your reality, claim it. I mean, you got to be careful what you claim. If I start begin to claim a Bentley <laughs> or a Rolls Royce and I don't have it, then that is no, that is foolishness. We are talking about spiritual matters here, not material things. 
you may not know what your possessions are but you know there are things that belong to you spiritual things because once you claim them in the spirit is a matter of time it will manifest because for every hardware there's a software that's the way i'm going this morning let's go back to our message now it is important the bible makes it clear that there is there is a battle line a battle line has been drawn between two kingdoms the kingdom of god and the kingdom of the devil the kingdom of god is the kingdom of light and righteousness the kingdom of the devil is the kingdom of darkness and lies now so every born again every redeemed child of god we have a supernatural heritage in god to possess great and estimable things that god has for us the moment you are born again you know as a student of maybe you go to Aston University or Birmingham University there are some privileges you have that I don't have because I'm not a student does that make sense but unfortunately many Christians are ignorant of this truth you know ignorance is not an excuse you know the, 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 the Greek word that translates ignorance is a word that translates darkness so whatever you are ignorant about you are in darkness about if i run if i drove past red, red light i don't know it's not an excuse i'm not aware it's not an excuse ignorant is not an excuse but we are so we need to give we need to know because how can you possess what you don't even know you have you know when your parents send you money all right you don't know the money is there Okay, in in continent Nigeria, when money enter your account, you have a lot. In UK, I think they started doing it actually. UK banks, when when money enter your UK, before you don't have a lot, you have to go through the check cash point to check it. If you don't know you have money, how can you spend it? Many people have money. They have money, but because they can't find their bank card or they don't have a way to access it, they don't even they are not even aware of it. All right, so we, you need to know, you need to have an understanding that there are certain things that belong to me. For I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, thought of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. So God has a plan and a purpose for life, and there are certain things that will help you achieve it, but you need to know it. Many people have been deceived into accepting their present unpalatable conditions as their portion from god but that is a lie from the devil your condition is not a reflection of who you are your present situation should not make you conclude that maybe that is it for me no because scripture says weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning bible said there is a time and a season there is a time and a season a time to cry a time to smile a time to sleep a time to wake up so ladies and gentlemen, we need to know that we have a possession. There are some things that belongs to you. And every one of us, we have a possession and a promise in God. But before those promises can be manifested into natural forms, before we can enjoy it, we need to, we need to do certain things. You know, I was the example you spirit gave me is you know really when you are when you are a student no university is designed to make you fail 
Does that make sense? But as you are claiming first class, you have to put the work in and ask for, for grace and, and for, for grace and mercy and favor. Okay? So you cannot just claim first class and then you it will come. You have to, there are certain things you have to do. There are certain things you have to do. The word Mount Zion in that scripture represents the church of God today. And the people of God are the Israelites he's talking about. Very quickly, Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 22 to 24. Hebrews 12 makes us understand that what the word Mount Zion. Because one scripture used the word Mount Zion, the KJV. The, the, the NLT used the word Jerusalem. And the Amplified used both. Alright? It says, No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. Next verse. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose name are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirit of the righteous one in heaven, who have been made perfect. Verse 24. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness, instead of Crying out for crying out for vengeance and the blood of Abel. So we can see that that word Mount Zion means the church. Means it means it's be talking about the church. It's talking about God's people. It's talking about you and I. So when scripture says, Can I when it says upon say when he when he says upon Mount Zion, change it to the name of the family. Upon the Mebode family, there shall be deliverance. Upon my life, upon my children, there shall be deliverance. Upon my parents, upon my siblings, there shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness. Because it is talking about you and I. Does that make sense? It is talking about you and I. I pray God will give us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, this morning, I want to dissect that verse. Obadiah chapter 1 and verse 19. Alright? I want to die. I want to die. Obadiah 1 and verse 17. Can we let me put it on the screen, please? Because there are two requirements before you and I we can possess our possessions. There are two things we need to do. There are two prerequisites. There is two things we must do. You know, you don't just get admission into university. You have to write, if they have exams, write their exams. Or you've written an exam, you've passed the exams. And then you make application to the university. And so once you meet the requirement, they will give you admission. But admission is not certificate. We'll talk about that. Because the next message I'm going to preach is, how do we possess our possessions? That's a different message. But today, there are, there are two requirements according to Obadiah chapter 1 and verse 17 that we need to understand. These things, you see, when we want to claim God's blessings, you want to possess your possession. There's two things you need to do to possess it. Number one, deliverance. 
Number two, holiness. Until you are delivered, you can't be holy. If you are not holy, you cannot have a relationship with God. And if you don't have a relationship with God, forget possessing anything. Am I making sense? So we want to look at those these two these two key requirements before we can get to your possessions. Amen. Deliverance. The power of God for deliverance. Deliverance is total freedom from the yokes and burdens of the demonic kingdoms through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We I pray for you and I we will be delivered in the name of Jesus. We need to be delivered both spiritually and physically. We need to be delivered from, 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 from sickness, from sins, from affliction, from demonic oppressions, from evil causes, from evil covenant, from negative cycles. There are certain things that we need to be delivered from. And I pray, whatever area of your life, whether your mind needs deliverance, you'll be delivered in the name of Jesus. And that is why I say this month is, the, is a prophetic month because you have to declare it. And it's not, you're not just saying it because my pastor said. You're saying it because you believe in the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Let, your, let what you say and what you do be in sync. You see, the power of God, the power of God's presence can deliver us totally from bondages. I don't need to lay hands on you to be, for you to be delivered. The power of God can come to you as you are preaching. God, God can deliver you. Very quickly, Isaiah 34 and verse 17. I'm going to read two scriptures. Isaiah 34 and verse 17. James 5 and verse 16. But first and foremost, Isaiah 34 and verse 17. He says he has cast a lot of them. He, 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 he has cast the lot for them, and his hand has divided it among them with a measuring line. They shall possess it forever, from generations to generation. They shall dwell in it. Can I have it in NLT? That's why I was reading somewhere. He has surveyed and divided the land and did it over to those creatures. They will possess it forever. From when we are delivered, when God has when God has deliverance brings a separation, you separate us from the kingdom of darkness. Once we are separated, the scripture says they will possess it forever from generation you see when you claim your possession it is not just to your benefit your children's children's children will benefit from it you know there's something called generational causes and there's also generational blessings there are some blessings that <laughs> they'll be saying my great 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 grandfather did this and i'm still benefiting from it i pray for you and i may we may we be delivered to to, to make it to to begin to give possessions to our generations in the name of jesus james chapter 5 and verse 16. james chapter 5 and verse 16. 
confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed that word healed there is also the word delivered that word healed there is also means the word delivered so that you can be because when you are healed from an infirmity you are delivered there has been deliverance the endless prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results because ladies and gentlemen without deliverance we cannot possess our possession this is because there are demonic powers behind certain things people do things they don't even know why they do it you know you see people they just steal they just lie by the time they have done it they now feel bad for doing it i watched a movie this young lady very beautiful very pretty very lovely you know she will go to stores you know what she'll be stealing lipstick things that are sold chicken change it will, it will steal biscuit it will steal this and then you will not get she will not get back home she will not be crying why did that and she has a pile of all many things she has stolen is that normal she didn't even know how to tell her fiance because they, i cannot marry a thief <laughs> the lady went they went to finish the lady went to finish visit her parents-in-law she stole the remote of the tv in the house <laughs> you can imagine it's that deep so so it's not so it's, it's that are forces behind that okay but so and people have all form of sexual immoralities lying drunkenness certain emotional behaviors like anger malice bitterness hatred we need to be delivered you know scripture talks about the fruit of the spirit before that scripture in galatians before talking about this fruit of the spirit he told us the fruit of the flesh what the flesh will produce what the flesh produce is what the kingdom of darkness produces and that will not be your portion in the name of jesus so ladies and gentlemen there is a promise of deliverance to anyone who will call on the name of god Joel 2 and verse 32. There is a promise undelivered. If you call me, I will answer. If you call me, I will answer. And God has also given the church power to cast out demons, to trample upon them in the name of Jesus. God has given the church power to cast out demons. So every miracle of God has to pass to it every every of god's miracle has two parts to it there is a part there is the god part and there's the man part the god part is god gives the promise but the part of man is you are going to take necessary actions to fulfill that promise just because a man of god prophesy over your life doesn't mean it automatically come to pass if you don't walk in line with it oh man of god every where i go they prophesy i don't say anything what kind of life are you living are you in the right standing with god are you living in holiness are you delivered god has promised to deliver us no doubt about it but you and i we have to take responsibility to do your part in order to receive your deliverance the promise of god places responsibility on you and i to take action scripture says faith without works is what god gives you the faith god does not do the work for you i'm looking for it i'm i'm trusting god for a job put your tv out go for job interview then trust god say god as i'm going to i have faith that i go to the interview 
I will make it in Jesus' name. You have to faith, your faith must, your action, your works must correlate with your faith. The faith beat is God's promises, but it is irresponsible. My senior pastor will say, it is irresponsible for you to say, well, let the will of God be done. This job thing, I'm even tired. Let God's will be done. And you are sitting in your room. You are saying, let your will be done. Ah, It's not the will of God. That's what you, that's a lazy man's prayer. I pray God help us in the name of Jesus. Number two, so once, once we are delivered, then there will be holiness. Because when we are delivered, we can now come into the right standing with God. Holiness is living a life that is well-pleasing to God. And in total submissiveness to God's will and God's purpose. I repeat, living holiness is living a life that is well-pleasing to the Lord. And in total submissiveness to God's will and purpose, we submit to God 100%. We submit to God with everything. In order for you and I to live a holy life, we must first experience salvation as the foundation of the new life in Christ. If the seed of the word of God is not planted in you, it will be totally impossible to live a holy life. Once you are delivered, then you can now become holy. He said, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance and after that holiness because once you are not delivered you cannot enter god's presence second corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1 second corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1 holiness will be easier after we have been delivered from oppression of demons because those things you know that you are a new person you are a different person you are born again he says because we have these promises dear friend let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit let us walk towards complete holiness because we fear god let us walk completely complete holiness not partial holiness complete 100 percent so ladies and gentlemen, without this, we cannot possess. We cannot possess. In fact, after holiness, then God begins to empower us. We will build a relationship with God because we are now in fellowship with God. Then the grace of God, God's mercy come and then you can possess. Because <laughs> scripture says that you, you cannot just go to a strong man and take his possession you must first bind the first the strong man of the place you must first bind the strong man you must first be delivered you must first be delivered and receive holiness and be strong in the lord and receive god's grace god's mercy so that when you attack david told goliath you this uncircumcised philistines why because it was a right standing with god that's why i was able to say that Holiness is also very much necessary before the promises of God can come to fulfillment in our lives. And before we can possess our possession. Holiness is a necessity. And it's interesting that the scripture will actually say those two things before talking about possessing your possession. There are requirements. 
are requirements. If you meet the requirement, then you will receive it. In fact, in some universities, you don't meet their requirement, and they might they might invite you for an interview to speak to you more, or they might say, "Okay, you don't quite meet our requirement, but we have an exam that you can do. If you pass the exam, then we can take you on board." And some you meet it, or you met our requirement, we give you a conditional or an unconditional offer. Whether it is conditional or conditional is not even guaranteed. Holiness. You know what holiness does? Holiness helps us to receive favor from God. And it makes holiness also shield us from the attacks of the devil. Satanic attacks and opposition. Holiness is like a shield. You know, a very good example of holiness in scripture is Job. Job chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 4. Scripture gave us a summary of the person of Job. He was holy. He was just born in the far east. He was living good life. He was born again. He loved God. He was well, is a born again. He loved God. And he, 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 scripture says every morning he will pray to God. He will burn an altar to God. Job was so holy that Satan couldn't notice him. God had to tell Satan, have you considered my son Job? If you don't live a holy life, God cannot be proud of you. I pray, may God be proud of us in the name of Jesus. You see, holiness is achievable, not by human effort, but through the grace of God. And we have the abundance of this grace flowing in his presence each time we fellowship with him. Hebrews 12 and verse 14, Romans 12 and verse 1. Hebrews 12 and verse 14, Romans 12 and verse 1. Walk at living in peace with everyone and walk at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see God. Can we all read that scripture together? One, two, three, go. Walk at living in peace with everyone and walk at living in holy life. For those who are not holy will not see God. I didn't say that. That scripture. I didn't say that. So, you know what this means? It means that if you live, if you live a life that is not holy, you can never have a relationship with God. You cannot see God. God cannot see you. God cannot know you. God can have nothing to do with you. It's like God has disowned you. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Alright, because of the time, I'm... I'm, going to, I'm just going to summarize the message. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, I want us to know that God has a plan for you. God has a plan for me. Okay? God has a plan for your life. In spite of all the challenges that you are facing presently, you know, some of us, we have been so naughty. You wonder, if not for grace, I don't know where I will be. Oh, when I was young, we did some naughty things when I was growing up. Five boys. Sometimes my dad will buy certain things, we just who test it, who just, they call it unbreakable plate, who drop it on the floor to see if it will break or not. You know, we, do, we just do some things. We just destroy things. But we thank God for mercy. 
we thank God for grace. So God has a plan for your life. Some of us, we have been so naughty. But God is a wonderful God. He has this, God has a plan for you and he intends to give you the very best. And without deliverance and holiness, it will be difficult to possess our possessions. We cannot because there are demonic powers behind certain things that people do. It's not just normal. You tell somebody to do something, after 10 minutes, you're going to do the same thing. You wonder, ah, what's going on here? I just spent one hour to talk to them, to encourage them, to advise them, and they promised me. And just here, like, two hours later, <laughs> they will know worse. You know, it's not about talking. It is, this is a spiritual matter. So we can conclude that there is a possession for you and I. There is an inheritance for us. This inheritance is prepared by God. You know, scripture talks about, is it Daniel? Yeah, Daniel. Daniel prayed. The first Daniel prayed, God answered. But there was one prince of Pasha who held the prayer. But Daniel didn't stop praying. And he came. Because he knew that there is a possession, an inheritance. Guess what? These things we are talking about, he has your name on it. It's not, you know, when I buy gift, when I was growing up, when my parents buy gifts for us, because we are always fighting, they put our name on it. So you know, you go to where your name is. You know this is mine. If you take what is, has my name on it, you are in trouble. You know, when you go to school, primary school, secondary school, you put your name on your stuff. When somebody takes it, you can fight them because you know this is my possession. But if you don't put your name on it, you know, you'll be thinking, um... By the time you are finished fighting, <laughs> Bishop Israel is smiling. And the, the headmaster now calls you. Is it still yours? Um, um, uh, because you don't have proof. But if you say, yes sir, it is mine. This man, this, these are my initials. You know, when I was growing up, our textbook, you write your name. So if, when they, if you write your name on the first page, they can tear the first page. You know, oh, you know, book yeah you write your name in the middle so they cannot claim it they cannot when you know they have scrubbed it you know they have scrubbed it and for some of us we put our initials on every pages of the book every pages to know who is mine you can't take it all right so so god has prepared he has your name on it and he says he's taking you alive to that promised destination let us be addressed Ladies and gentlemen, as I round up this morning, we need to possess all of our possession to benefit maximally from what God has for as, as children. We need to enjoy full, full benefit. But if we only possess half, we can't have full enjoyment. Let us rise up on our feet. I want you to pray. And say, God, you may not know them all, but God knows. And because you have a relationship with God, you can talk to your father and say, God, those things that you have promised that is mine, those things that the, mo the moment you see, as a student, there are some benefits you get from the student services. You can walk on there and say, I need to speak to somebody. I have issues with my finances. And because you are a student, they will address you. They will book an appointment. They must talk to you. I cannot, if I'm struggling financially now, I cannot just go to Aston University, say I want to talk to somebody there. I have, they cannot, they won't listen to me because I don't have those privileges. I want to pray as a lot those things that you have promised they are mine. 
I would not miss them in the name of Jesus. The ones that I've missed, I will recover. God is a God of, he said, don't stay everybody locusts. They pamper them. They have, they have, they have eaten. God said he will recover. God, you know, there are some things that only God can redeem time. That's, that, that's the prayer. Say, God, all those things that are timely, let those things be redeemed. Just begin to speak to God in every area of your life. Huh? I have 30 more seconds. Just speak to God and say, God, in the name of Jesus, I possess those things. Huh? in jesus name we have prayed you know scripture says and isaac sold in the land and in the same year he reaped an hundredfold do you know it was a foreign land if you hear my voice you will know that i came from a foreign land right even though i'm trying to be in it you know what yeah like i'm all right still man's trying but you know that lie if you come down now i go speak my language but so it doesn't matter which land you are in if god don't want to hear you will not be here say god in this land i will possess my possession in this land lord in this land i will possess my possession those things that you have said to me those things that you have promised that they will become a reality in the name of jesus especially those things that god has told you about those things that god has personally spoken to you about about you because god I, I i will receive them in the name of jesus oh father we thank you we worship you lord we give you all the praise we give you all the glory in Jesus' name we have prayed. Please, 